Hello, and welcome to another episode of Philosophive. Today I'm with Marlena Helm. She's a life coach, musician, and author. Hello, Marlena. Hi. Hi, Justin. How are you doing? Very good. Thank you for being on our show today. Thank Excited. you. We actually uh, met um, a couple of weeks ago by chance. I was uh, questioning what, how to interpret uh, a parking sign because it, it was very complicated to know when one and if one is allowed to park there. I saw you from a distance, and for some reason, I felt inclined to ask you. I was impressed by your presence, even though in that short time, I realized that uh, you told me very briefly that you, you meditate quite a bit, and it's, it seemed quite obvious that there's, there's something within you that's uh, a presence and uh, made me curious, so that's why I'm also asking you to be on the show and show the world a little bit about who you are. Um, so yeah, maybe you can just tell us a little bit about yourself. Is that okay? Sure. Well, um, so life coaching is basically um, a combination of what I always did and that's um, being present with people. And um, I think the reason for me to, to wanting to be present with people is um, to connect with their souls so with the divine essence to draw out the divine in everyone i am with and um for me that's i mean that draws out the divine on me right <laughs> so um that's a very satisfying way of um being here on earth um with what i have and with what i am and always reminding myself that there is something to do and um, that's just to remind everyone that I am with what he or she is here for. Because that's something we know inside ourselves, but we often don't allow ourselves to see that and to live that. So as a life coach, I ask questions that draw this out of the person. It's not something that I see when I see someone. I mean, I can sense it in a way, but it's not my task to tell you, for example, this is your task, just go and do it. It's um, more like asking the right questions so that you can feel it from inside of yourself. Exactly, no, no, that's, uh, I, and I, I met you here in Leipzig, but you're from Holland, correct? No, no not, not really, I am from the Baltic Sea, but it's, um, it's Germany. It's, okay. um, what I, what I th thought you were from Holland, for, uh, you're, you're German then. <laughs> well, it's um, Rostock. It's near near the Baltic Sea, it's, but it's not Holland. Uh, maybe, yeah. It's, uh, I have no idea why. Yeah, obviously. Uh, yeah. But <laughs> funny how one makes mistakes like that sometimes. But uh, there no, were no real mistakes, so I'm guessing there was probably a reason why that came out, yeah. why I thought <laughs> that. Um, and I know that part of your exploration is, you know, obviously you do the life coaching, but I think that you've integrated something with music and poetry as well and writing. I uh, may can explain that a little bit. Sure. Yeah. So, um, for example, I mean, today I, I wrote a, a poem. I can read that out if you yes, want love to. Yes, love to hear it. I think it fits quite well. Um, so, my God life thrives when my desire life dies. My supreme existence glows when my connection with God flows one-on-one -on -one with the source and through man, its divine force, both. 
Wow. I could even sing that, but I'm not sure whether I'm... <laughs> there is you know, there's no rules here. You can do whatever you want, whatever you feel inspired to. Okay, uh, I feel inspired too, but okay. Well, I, I will do that. And um, yeah, it's just moving out of my comfort zone very Absolutely. much. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. My God, life thrives. When my desire life dies, my supreme existence glows. When my connection with God flows one on one with the source and through man, its divine force flows. Wow, you have a wonderful voice. Uh, and you just wrote that, right? Yes, this morning. <laughs> And, and then you were telling me before that you actually, uh, every day you, you write, a, uh, either, I guess, some bit of poetry and, or song. Uh, and do you do that in the morning or? or yeah. that? Always in the morning. Yes, I think that's the hour of God because people are most of the time still sleeping. I mean, at least in their consciousness, in their um, not consciousness, let's say, with the mind is not as active as usually as throughout the day. So the hustle and bustle is not, um, has not begun yet. And um, that's where it's way easier to calm your mind and to get into that tune with the divine. So for me, it's always the hour and the early hours of the morning where it's, um, yeah, I'm, I feel, I, I need to start off my day <laughs> with something, something divine, something creative, something where, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, the morning is also my, my it's not just the hour of power. It's the, you know, the hours of power where I've, I feel yeah. and flow and most allowing and can receive a lot of inspiration. And also obviously before, at the end of the day, when one winds down, I also find more inspiration. Just when we're in the clutter of the day that we don't, we kind of block it. and. Uh, I think when you have a wonderful routine, as long as you know as you enjoy it, and and it's uh, it's obviously um, you know a wonderful way of expressing yourself and uh, bringing non-physical to physical in, in a very pure form, mm -hmm. and uh, that's amazing. Yeah, that's uh, and you know I've I've realized also because we did have a few um, you know uh, messages back and forth um, mm -hmm. and. I noticed with you, yeah, you, you're, you're kind, you respond very quickly. And like today, I just asked you, would you like to be on my podcast? And then you called me and very quickly. And then it turns out you, you're, you can do it almost immediately. So we said, well, let's wait one hour. <laughs> so this is really just uh, the way, I think of the way it's supposed to be no real preparation because okay. You know, there's no preconceived notions of where the, anything should go in this in this conversation. True. And uh, it's just an exploration of two people. Yeah. I think well, I, I really like that. I first I um I went in with my coaching mind, like, okay, let's see, um, how can I surf? What can I do? <laughs> mm. What um in how far can this uh, podcast um, with me contribute to to something great? And um, 
I came up with some ideas and um, as you know, <laughs> we talked about it, what we could do. And then I noticed, okay, slow down. Maybe it's just about being present in the very moment and just see what leads um, and what it's, what it wants to express right here, right now, today. Yeah, there's no script. So this is the difference between previous ways of, you know, distribution of movies and films. It's always, you know, following the script, but the YouTube podcast generation is the unscripted. So you get the authentic, the unprepared, and it can seem kind of crude sometimes, but uh, that's what people like about it. You know, there's no, you know, trying to be something one is not. So, and when you're saying, you know, you're thinking about what, what the audience would be interested in and what's good for them, uh, being who you are obviously is number one. And because everybody's completely unique uh, and has their own unique talents and abilities. And you just, be, you know, that, that comes out in your expression when you're freely expressing yourself, you just spontaneously uh, do things, you know. And I, when I was, uh, I was in my last podcast with Roxanne, after we cut the podcast, uh, as we're still talking out of nowhere, she pulls out a flute and starts playing flute. And I was like, wow, that is really living in the moment and the now, um, you know, just like uh, unhindered expression, yes. not trying to package it and think about what others think about you. And that's, you know, I know there's always going to be somebody who can benefit from, from this, from this idea of alignment and presence. That's the only thing that really, I think we can teach out of, you know, through It's just, and we get out of alignment the second we start thinking about ratings, we start thinking about, you know, what I should have said or what I should say, or is that politically, politically correct or not? That's, that's how you get out of alignment. That's when fear creeps in. And so this is very easy. I just, when I just, we pretend like we're not talking in front of an audience and we're at the moment theoretically not, we're just friendly conversation. <laughs> Yeah. I also saw in your uh, uh, bio, you um, some. I think you were trained a little bit in the the Tony Robbins method. Um, because yeah. uh, actually, I'm a big fan of Tony. <laughs> That's where kind of I started my. I would say the self development journey started with him. Yeah. And um, actually, uh, funny thing about Tony Robbins is uh, when I was a kid, we only had one. Uh, quite a few years, only one station, one television station. Mm-hmm. and it was mostly paid advertising and the guy he does he had this half hour block that would constantly come every day Tony Robbins selling his you know his course his audio course on cassette or cds or whatever in book in book form and I I watched that I wasn't really impressed with it at, as a kid you know I was like you know who's this guy with the big teeth and you know the this crazy personality just out there but then I came later in my life to appreciate you know what he's doing and you know uh, his unique way and you can't deny that he's a, a juggernaut so I'm just curious like is that also part of you know have you the Robbins method is that something that you use or well um so I I went through the well okay um being a life coach is probably uh initiated by Tony Robbins by my um, yeah, by what I watched from um, of, of what he did, does and what he did, um, it was funny. I was exposed to him 
many years ago, I, I, I'd say maybe 10 or 15 years ago. And um, for me, it was like very inspiring. I um, watched some of his shows when he uh, coached couples on stage and stuff like that. Um, and, but I was still kind of young and, and it, I, it slipped my mind again. And then um, later um, he crossed my way again with, uh, and, and I noticed that he had changed in a way. So from this very um, self-centered person, <laughs> he went to someone who was, I mean, he was always serving, but there was some, um, some pride in there uh, where he wanted to, to um, show the world that there is something possible, some, probably. Anyway, um, so at that later point in my life when I, he crossed my way again, um, I felt that he had humbled himself more. So there was more of a divine presence around him and, and through getting through him. And I think that's what I am. I mean, I have quite a um, biography or <laughs> ever. So uh, I think um, all of us have some, some things we have to go through in life that when we go through it, it feels like, what is this? Why, why me? Why should I, why do I have to, to have this heavy burden? Why do I have to suffer that way? And um, what, what does it all mean? Um, so we feel in a situation where we have to decide that this is right because we can grow and it will have some benefit for us or for the world or for both. And um, for me, the second time I, I got to, um, yeah, to listen to him and his um, teachings, I felt like, okay, um, Right now, he's at a point where really the divine comes through him and um, he allows that. And that's what is so important for me after what I went through, because I um, was exposed to figures that lead people, but in the end get led by non-undivine forces. So um, even if they think or want to be perceived as someone very divine or very um, wise or very helpful, someone who's on the side of the light, we can only know when we are connected with the divine. So for me, it's always um, the first step that we have to take is to connect ourselves to the divine source itself. And then we can see whether someone is acting with the light inside or just the appear, appear, appearance of the light <laughs> you know so um yeah hiding <laughs> um something other behind the curtain of the so-called light so it's yeah it, for me it's always um very since then it, it was very important to distinguish and to find out by myself who is that person and in Tony Robbins' case, um, I can't tell who he is until, you know, he has a biography and his ways might, might, might change. So when in the time I was um, uh, getting his coaching and his um, uh, education to become a coach, so the program um, for, for becoming a strategic interventionist, um, 
I, I think that was the very right time for me because I felt that the light was coming through him and the, the divine was um, what he was serving. And that's important for me. And that encouraged me. So um, to put it short, uh, what I like about him is his um, way to encourage people to act and not just to encourage them, but to make them act. You, are, you notice the hour of power in the morning. <laughs> exactly. So that's, uh, maybe you can explain what that is for everyone who's not. Well, well yeah, I mean, um, Anthony Robbins, yeah, he, had this, well, he has this concept. Of, yeah, really just starting your day off, I think with, I, I'm, I, I can't remember exactly, but I'm, I'm, it's probably be, as affirmations and meditation, I can't, maybe i think um just a focus on on self as well like the inner self uh in a very in his own techniques are obviously just techniques and and they serve somebody so it doesn't matter the person who, who he is it just matters does that serve you or not so i, I from for me at a time in my life that that approach was very helpful it, it pulled me into and awareness and obviously i'm not motivated by you know achieving certain luxury lifestyle you know i'm not going to put it down it's, it's it can be amazing everything is amazing but um you know there's 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 an idea of that has for me for a lot of teachers that they they have to package their material in some way to make them feel like they're unique it's to make them marketable yeah. And this is not nothing wrong with it because it does still in that way it does reach some people and, yeah. and but those people who receive it maybe they can look beyond the teacher and see the message the divine is in everything and that means you have to be just divide it to see you know what serves you and what doesn't and leave whatever doesn't to the side and and go with what works and he yeah his presence is undeniable and that, that alone captivated me and how he can intervene with people in the audience within a 10 minutes save or a relationship or, you know, somebody who wants to commit suicide, you know, he seems to be very good at very direct emotion. And I think it's, you know, that's, you know, he's a great speaker, but yeah. again, it's his presence, you know, this, this big individual, big, bigger than life personality. Yes. And, uh, and obviously you would have like all of us some sort of i would say weaknesses and, yeah, and well, kind of hides those weaknesses because the persona has to sell something you know and, and we don't i don't have to sell anything you know and so it makes my job of being me maybe even easier than these celebrity you know yeah so i i think um the um something that I would like to say concerning your question of Tony Robbins and um, what I use as te techniques. For, for me, it's um, being a life coach is what you, it's, so it's, it's not one thing you learn and then you become a life coach, but you, it's what you are all your life. So you just put it into this, um, let's say, life coach <laughs> thing and give it a label or a, a word. But um, it's, when we think we need to be like someone else, like for example, Tony Robbins, then we make the huge mistake that most of us do when we want to become someone in terms of occupation or just some um, presence or something. So um, for me, it, it, was, it was 
nice and good and it was my start to um to get inspired by tony robbins and to have this this training this um education for becoming a life coach for being a life coach but i started before and i um it's it got its form it's what it, it is right now after it so i um another person that i really um like and and admire or let's say appreciate is um rich litvin and he's someone who is not as popular i mean have you heard of i never him? heard of him no yeah he's a very good life coach and he is someone who um is not that visible because he is an introvert like me <laughs> mm -hmm. so he doesn't um go onto the stage and makes like um, this power speeches and stuff like that but he does change the world with his, um, yeah, with what he does one by one by one. So it's, it's always, it's very, um, it's a very different approach. And his approach is in that way different also that he do does go deep. And um, I think Tony Robbins has a very um, results focused um, uh, way of, uh, of coaching. And Rich Litvin, for example, has a very deep way. And for me, it's the connection of both. I mean, of course, both of them use both. Um, but for me, it was revealing that it's my unique way is to be online, <laughs> like to be with the divine. So to um, serve in that very moment and first go deep and find out what that very soul um, opposite to, to you or opposite to me is about and then see what the real results are that we are after because we might think that it's a perfect relationship we are searching for or um, something we want to heal but maybe the healing comes by doing something else so if we focus on the healing then maybe we just um, step ourselves into the wound again and again and again instead of going there where we really want to be and going there always means just being there which means and i think that's the message that i wanted to send in the beginning of our conversation when i shared this poem and the song it was about imperfection because i knew i you know i haven't um, trained my voice directly before like to to sing and perform it was a very um, spontaneous uh, idea um, so it was about showing you know you decide what your um, creative thing is your connection with the divine and then you just do it so it doesn't need to be perfect but it's the perfect perfection that we become when we just do it because um, so when I wrote the book, Strive and Thrive, Secrets of a Life Divine, then it was a compilation of the poems that I wrote, but I didn't start off writing poetry or writing the poets in, uh, poems in order to, um, to create, and create a book. I never wanted to create a book. I mean, everyone told me, ah, I will write a book somewhere in my life. And I was like, okay, <laughs> do that, but it's not my thing. <laughs> And after I've um, done the poetry writing every morning for about, I think, two or three years, um, there's, suddenly something came up in me like, okay, I want to publish the, my poetry, my, my poems. 
And it was not like I want to do that, but it was like a, a call, a calling. And then I thought, okay, well, I already have a couple of poems, so I can go through them and <laughs> just see um, how they are. And I took my last book of the two books that I had, and, um, and then I, I went through the poems and uh, I thought, okay, most of them I can use. I think I, uh, three or four dropped out, but um, all of the rest um, were just okay. And then I, um, after I went through, through this book, I thought, okay, maybe I can use the books from before too. And I went through them and I found out, oh no, I can't. It's, it was the beginning. It wasn't supposed to be good. It wasn't supposed to be okay. It was just supposed to get into the flow of doing this and to connect. And I, it was so obvious that, I mean, of course, there were two or three poems in there that, that went into the book too, but, but all of the rest was just um, starting off and making mistakes and fail again and mm -hmm. again and again. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's the creation process. I think it's like a, it's our definition of perfection because it's always perfect in the moment. So, uh, you know, the, the idea that one is, gets all the accolades and, you know, has something that society treasures because, you know, that person had to go through a process of obviously putting themselves out there and just getting started putting pen to paper and writing things down. And uh, from what I believe is that, you know, the, what, what actually the divine, we can call it the divine, the source flow, which is a flow comes to all of us equally. It's just our resistance in our certain types of beliefs that we have that either allows certain information to flow through us or not. So your flow with poetry, your, is gotten so open that you can express yourself with ease, you know, but maybe, you know, some sort of computer programming, that flow would not work for you, but you have equal access to both. It's just your beliefs. In order to prove to yourself that you can do one or you have your abilities to show yourself that you can do it, usually it takes time of seeing, you know, a prog progression. And that's why I find, I find it very commendable that you could keep something, such a, a habit or, you know, practice for, two or three years uh, every day. I mean, you were doing this every day and you, uh, and wow, and it was in English or German or both or how do you? You're... I do have only like two or three uh, poems in German. So um, it's always in English. Nice. That's my meditation language, I, I guess, the language of my soul. So it allows my mind to be, <laughs> just to, to listen to the heart. And I, I think that's why it's in English. Interesting, yeah, yeah. that's, uh, you know, um, language is also very important aspect of you know yeah, you know when i'm speaking true. german i i express things differently than i'm speaking english and yeah. english being my mother tongue but obviously when i speak english now it does have influence it's been influenced by german you know also learn living in germany as you you know i'm not americans might be like where the hell is he from because his accent the way he speaks doesn't yeah. sound seem you know from well, I was born in Texas, for example, you know, it's like, okay, it's, yeah. it's, it's evolved. So we're all evolving. And uh, yeah, that's, I think that's, you know, the, the, it's mostly just getting out there and jump, making that first leap in the sense that you're doing it just for yourself, for your own expression of self. There is no other point to it. 
I think like if it reaches people, great. If it reaches one person, great. Or if it reaches a million in, in the eyes of all that is, that's equal. There's because, you know, there's, yeah. it's not, this is not a, you know, the way the universe works and influence and you can never know the, the, the connections, you know, you just know when you're feeling, if you're doing what you love and what's unique to you, you know, it serves. You know, yes. that's, 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 um, there's no need to even question that. So like, even if you're like into model, uh, building model trains and these, you know, these clubs that some older gentlemen usually and young to participate in, it's hard to imagine what, the, you know, what moves want to do that, you know, from, from my perspective, that's very tedious and it's just a track going around in circles, you know, you build a little village with a little pain, in it, you know, but I can see the passion in it. And I see the expression of the divine in, yeah. in this activity where it brings a joy and happiness to many people. And so I can uh, learn from that as well then, because I learned a little bit about, you know, alignment and uh, that it can, it can be done in any activity, you know, just is, is the activity a match to your expression in the moment? You know? That's exactly what, yeah. yeah we should ask ourselves, right, yeah. Because yeah. I think I want to add two things. So first of all, what you just said is so true. When we do what we feel in the very moment and are um, connected and act from this connectedness, then it doesn't matter uh, how many people know of that or not. So I actually usually don't share this. <laughs> so it's just something that thrills my soul so i just do it but you, it you, when you shared it you're doing something you're doing a service by sharing it too because uh you know that's your light so you, it's not that you need appreciation for it but you know i think that the you don't want to hide your light either you don't want to hide your expression because you know that's what we're here to do this is a play of light and it's a play of experience and expression that's always changing uh, nothing stays. So, you know, as we play with forms, you know, it seems like you want to go with the flow of, of the forms that come through you yeah. and not necessarily resist them. That just, that just doesn't feel as good. You know, I think a lot of people, they shoot themselves in the foot in the moment they say, I'm not worthy of doing this activity because people who have done it are better than me or whatever. Uh, but those or, people who are better than you, obviously, often had to go through a process of non-worthiness that's part of the, the journey it's always about how worthy are are you how how much do you feel um you know that, that that's an activity or an expression that that is uh in and of itself valuable beyond measure <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah that's 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 true so um I think the value comes from from feeling the value for yourself. So the moment we feel ourselves, how valuable it is for our lives. And I think very good measure is peace and joy. So the moment peace comes down to me when I do something that I know, okay, I'm doing something right here. And the same goes for joy that comes from the heart. Like when I am thrilled with joy, then there is something to it. Sometimes, you know, that feeling probably we go into the fear, we lean into our um, boundaries, 
or even go out of our comfort zone. And, but we get such a joy, like a child that is playing on the playground and um, I don't know, goes down the, um, or uses the swing or whatever for the first time. And it's like, oh, I'm not, gonna, I'm not sure what's gonna happen, but it feels like, yeah. And um, sometimes we have some challenging situations in our lives where we need to, um, to even break habits or to um, confront someone with the truth that is not always you know, comfortable. <laughs> yeah. And even then, when we are connected with our inner and true self with the divine, then um, it's, it's this thrill that comes from our heart because it's, um, it's real. It's not fake and um, comforting someone, pleasing someone in order not to, uh, to hurt. But what we would do would be hurting if we would not speak the truth. So I think there's a lot of courage that we need in order to figure out what our unique expressions are. And I want to encourage everyone who's listening actually or watching this to start off with something that is familiar. Like if someone is watching this podcast and thinks it feels compelled to to, um, make a podcast, (laughs) um, then you should do that, whoever (laughs) is doing that right now. Yeah. I think you did it the same way, didn't you? Like, yeah. I mean, I was definitely inspired from, you know, other podcasts and, uh, and I, I give credit to them. And, you know, I, I realized that it's my own exploration. It's not, you know, there's another purpose in, in this it's, uh, or anything. It's, it's the, the purpose is what you give it. And, you know, meeting people like yourself, you know, and seeing, m- aspects of myself coming out and in, in the conversation and that's very enlightening for me that's that's the real joy i get out of it and you mentioned of course about like kids you know and, and you went, for instance a baby i would say for if you want to talk about inspiration you know you don't want to you don't want that baby to you know stop trying to walk because it hurts because the baby falls down hurts his head cries yeah um, you could, you don't want to say stop doing that. You want to tell the baby, yeah, keep doing it. You know, soon it won't hurt, but it has to go through a process of of pain. Just, but that pain is not really carried over. It's not like a a trauma that adults have. You know, where we, it's it's just a a learning by doing, and then you realize, you know, something. You know, you know, you want you want your baby that's to to you know to have that approach to life you know and so uh, if the kids hurt themselves you know that's just you don't want it you don't want it that they don't you know you may of course you pain in of itself for no reason whatever but if you draw attention to it you make it a problem right and then you don't want this is not a problem situation it's a it's a challenge you know there there are no problems it's 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 just perceptual aspect we're playing different games of experience and we're all the non-physical what, what i've heard offenses we're always prepared for that which we are confronting in the moment so no matter from your or my or anyone's perspective about somebody who happened to be going through and has an accident or something we don't know what led them to that and how that can serve them 
because that's not our privy. Our privy is only ourselves. And we know, and you know, we all know, in those situations, we've, they're not as bad as we often think. You know, we, we've risen because of them. I don't want my past to be different. All of the things I think are bad or painful. Yeah. I see how they uh, allowed me to be who I am. And yeah. I don't want to go back in time and change that. Why would I want to talk to my previous self and say, don't do that? Because then I wouldn't exist as I am. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And the fun thing is that if we would miss all those pains, all those um, negative or um, hurtful experiences of our life, we would not be able, be able to, to do our job as good as we can now, that, we, uh, that all those experiences are part of us. So for me, it's always also the, um, I mean, we, we come here with a promise <laughs> and we want to fulfill this promise. So all the hurdles that get in our way strengthen us if we allow them to. But it's always a conscious choice. So that's why we find people who are discouraged or uh, feel frustrated about life and don't want to live anymore because they feel like, okay, I, will, I, I won't end my life right here, but I, I don't feel like going on because the things that matter the most to me are gone, for example, and I can't change it. Yes, but what can you change? What is the things that you can change for people and for those who, um, who can still change something. So even if it's not about you, can't you um, see that there are people who, can, uh, you, who you can help with that experience that you made? And um, then giving this life of yours another value again, even if it's not for your own comfort, but it's for others, for other people who still have the chance to change this in their lives. Absolutely. Um, Our unique stories are, are what makes us appeal to certain people. So my biography and, you know, and my experiences, I'm going to resonate who I am perhaps with only very, very specific people. Yeah. You know, and, and I'm not going to resonate. I mean, I mean, they won't get my message or, and I won't necessarily get theirs if we're not, you know, on that. So it's, it's more obviously genuine, authentic, um, not trying to appeal to a mass market. You know, it's, it's really, you know, to understand that it's the uniqueness that is the gift uh, to all that is. It's our service to all that is to be our own unique selves, regardless of what society tells us, regardless of what we perceive as the norm. It's the, the norm is, you know, is not real it's 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 the illusion we're all very very different beings we're all connected and there's obviously oneness but we came here to explore different unique infinite aspects of of all that is and then this is uh we can't we don't want to that it be otherwise yes you know, yeah uh, so so <laughs> I, I think that's a, a very powerful message uh, definitely yeah, yeah. I uh, also actually I'm, we're kind of running a little bit on, um, low on low on time I don't know but um, I was wondering I just I was inspiration you, you started this conversation with a poem can you maybe end this conversation with a poem so another one or <laughs> you have one in your head or do you have one that you one of your favorites or anything that you can just like gr okay. grab or oh, yeah you know what you, or it doesn't have to be your poem even maybe that's what comes to mind 
Okay, so one comes to mind uh, from Sri Chinmoy. He's um, someone who made such an effort for the entire world, um, for world peace and world harmony. And um, it's, so um, I, I can recite it and I also put it into music so I can, if you want to sing well, I'll put I'll put the link down below. You just send me the link and I'll, uh, I'll, I'll put the links of all your information of your website and cool. YouTube yeah. and all the cool stuff you have up. And, uh, but yeah, if you, if you know it by heart, it'd be awesome to hear. Sure. Yes. Yeah. So the, the lyrics is when you're right, everything around you is right because the beautiful flow that is inside your heart has the capacity to spread its fragrance of oneness light around you. Wow. Wow, that's beautiful. What was his name again? Sri Chinmoy. Is he, uh, where is he from? Um, originally from India. And oh, wow. in the second half of his life, he went to the USA. And there he um, had meditations with um, the um, US um, government. I don't know, what is it? Um, <laughs> I always forget it. Anyway. Um, I mean, I'll, I'll put a link, obviously, in the, I'm positive that in the link that you send me, you have yeah. Link to him as well, and people can find out more from the obviously beautiful poetry. Yeah, cool. and, and uh, so I want to thank you very much, Marlena, for this wonderful conversation. And thank you too. Thank yes. you. Yeah, and, uh, I'm sure we'll talk again, and I'm looking forward yeah. to it. Yeah. Well, and actually, I would. I just feel like it, the poem is. Um, I would love to sing it to to end. Yes, yeah, please go ahead. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Um, yeah. Cool. I mean, it's a step out of my comfort zone again, but um, I feel like it's... it's and do it. That's, a, yeah. that's the best signal. Okay. <laughs> yeah. When you're right, everything around you is right. Because the beautiful flow that is inside your heart has the capacity to spread its fragrance of oneness light around you. Wow, beautiful. That's a wonderful note to end this conversation on and it's very inspiring. Thank you, yes. And I wish you a wonderful day, Marlena. Thank you, and you too. All right, bye-bye.